Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. With the suspension of star quarterback Deshaun Watson, the Browns have remained an afterthought to start this season. But Cleveland is still one of the more talented teams in the league. Browns backup QB Jacoby Brissett is far from anybody's long-term answer under center. But Brissett has the Browns at 2-1. and one. And if the team can continue that trend, adding Watson to this talented roster could make the Browns a team nobody wants to play at the end of the year. I'm Dan Patrick. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Tom Cakert, our pick still to come before we get out of here just before noon. Right now, off to Vegas, will she, we shall go. Mike Palm, Vice President Operations, uh, Circus Sports. Mike Palm and I are going to start a podcast next week on the uh, Iowa Everywhere Network. Nice. You know what Chris wants to call it? Did Mike, first of all, uh, good morning. Um, thanks for popping on. Did, uh, did William share what he wants to call this with you? Uh, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's going to fly. Um, Ken Palm, <laughs> like, like Ken Palm, Ken Palm, right? Ken yeah. Palm, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyways, <laughs> we got to we got to do better than that. But certainly looking forward to it. Happy early birthday, by the way, to you. Forty nine tomorrow, as you'll cross over next year into the Big Five O, baby. But let's uh, let's start with last night, Mike. Uh, that cr- crazy play at the end of the game um, certainly was uh, a factor for some, and uh, certainly a kick in the you know what's for others. It's so fun to to watch something like that transpire as you're sitting in a book, but maybe you don't have a, a side in the game, but you, just to watch people, best particularly when something uh, as big as far as an outcome happens that late. Well, it affected the teasers and it affected the alternate point spreads, which. It was sort of a push for us. The game was a push, too, because we needed Steelers, but we needed the over. The over got there. Um, there was some Browns minus 10.5 money on the alternate spread um, that we lose to, but we knock out some Steelers teasers. So it uh, it wasn't significant. I think it was like a $1,300 difference. And Derek was all hot and bothered saying don't grade the game, that, that Cleveland batted the ball into the end zone, the NFL is going to review that. I said, like, you're crazy. Hmm. First, first of all, I said, if they reviewed it and called it a batted ball, they'd have to have another down. It would be a penalty on the defense on a loose ball. They'd give Pittsburgh 10 yards from the two from the batted ball, and it'd be an untimed down from the 12. They're not bringing everybody back for that. No. You know, the traditional point spread in total already decided. Remember there was a game, the Chargers and the Steelers, a few years ago? where they scored a touchdown on the last play that was clearly illegal, and the NFL went back like 40 minutes later and changed the final score of the game. I do. So it ended up, tickets got paid out on both sides, but uh, none of that didn't happen last time. But, uh, you know, it's so hard now with these lateral plays because they're almost always a disaster. <laughs> really? Well, we uh, continue our conversation with Circa Survivor and Circa Million. Boy, the slate was tough this week, making my five picks for Million. Got him in this morning, and I am not real happy about what well, I who did. Who did you land on Survivor? Uh, Survivor, I ended up going with the Vikings this week. As Mike, like you, I hate doing divisional games, but it was a tough slate. We talked about week ones. 
week three, week four are so difficult. Already two-thirds of the field's done. Where did you land? If you are any survivor, what do you think is the right side, at least this week? Well, it's really tough. You know, I'm, yeah. I can't reveal the number, but there was significant on the Browns last night already. So oh, that's was there? Yeah. Wow. And Michael, I was on with Michael Lombardi on his show, Lombardi Line, yesterday, and he was saying that he thought the Browns were the, the play. Um, but, I, I, geez, it's hard to go out with Jacoby Brissett. It sure uh, is. And knowing what they did last week. In blowing that game, I mean Nick Chubb took three hundred and what eighty survivor entries out himself by not going down to the one yard line. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's really a tough slate. Where do you land? If you play the Chargers, you got to worry about is Herbert really healthy or not, or why would they risk him if he's not a hundred percent? That's a tough spot too. There's three games in the millions that are pickums this week. I mean, there's some tough tough spots. Road favorites again. If you don't want to do division and you don't want to do do road, you almost had to land on Cleveland. I know. Maybe Minnesota will be the most popular pick. I, I would guess that it's going to be. Um, but but who knows? This could be a week with 2,000 entries left where no one team gets more than 400. I could see that. You know, um, we took the Chiefs, and I'm, I do not feel good about it at all. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs over the Colts. This is a Colts team that's backed into a corner, almost has to win this football game. Chiefs, they all, the, what they've got going for them, Mike, is they've got that, uh, you know, they've been off since last Thursday. They're still the Chiefs after all. Uh, it was either going to be that for us or uh, the other one we were looking at was Cincinnati at the Jets, and we were thinking of taking Cincy kind of in that same theory, right, that they're a hungry football team, that if they fall to 0-3, there's no way they're going to get back. We're on the Chiefs. I don't feel good about it. How many Chiefs selections do you think there will be? I, again, I think everything's going to be in like the, around 250, 300 picks. Eagles are another consideration, mm-hmm. uh, although it's a road division game. But they they probably look like the best team in football so far. They did Monday. So I don't I don't I don't think there's any pick you make with great confidence. No. You can say I'm going to feel comfortable and I'll be shocked if I lose. You know, it's it's a tough week. Trent, how did you do after the five and zero oh week one and week two? two? There's a reason he hasn't brought it up, Mike. <laughs> oh. Two and three, <laughs> two and three. Yeah, yeah. A big yeah. drop down the standings. And now at this point, I mean, realistically, what I got to go five and zero oh and five and zero oh yeah. to hit the quarterly. I mean, is that a realistic? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's ten people that are. Um, I saw ten that. people that are uh, ten and zero. Oh, Eighty five people that are nine and one, and then well, it was something like three, four hundred or more than that that are. Eight and two, so yeah, I no think pressure. You have to be Seventeen and three to get a taste in the first quarter. Interesting. Well, it's let's so tough. Uh, let's uh, stay on the NFL slate. We'll get to college football. What do you think is going to be the uh, the most popular game of the day, as far as from a handle perspective? Might it be Buffalo Miami? I mean, it's Sunday night football is its own entity, right? Niners Broncos going to take a lot of play, but of the uh, early slate, I mean, I can't wait to watch Buffalo and Miami. Um. Maybe in the early slate, Ravens-Patriots might be the most bet game. I think the most bet game of the day, excluding the standalone game, will be Packers and, and Bucks. Yeah. I don't think it'll be close. Right. Uh, and it's seen so much movement already. I mean, from, from five down to two, right? So it's, it's an incredible movement. There's people speculating the Packers might even be favored by the time the game goes off. I don't know if you've watched them play in California or Florida in the last three or four years. It's hard to make. They don't score any points. They never, they never, um, but you know, Brady, no receivers, they're saying. So it's, it's an interesting play. Total crashing, too. 
uh, down to 42. It'll probably tick down to 41 before kickoff. I, I It should be a low-scoring game. You, should, you know, if Jameis doesn't start turning the ball over in the Saints there, that, that game last week probably six to three bucks, you know, so. One of my favorite plays of the week and one of the few dogs I really like this week in the NFL is Jacksonville. Going out to the Chargers, taking on a team. Herbert's banked up. Keenan Allen didn't play last week. We'll see about that. They haven't been able to run the football. A couple of young guys up front on that offensive line here. Jacksonville, I got a futures ticket of them to win the South at plus 850, and I am feeling very happy about that right now. This Jacksonville team, live dog this week. What are you guys seeing? Looks like uh, I'm not alone. There's a few other people jumping on the Jags this weekend. Well, I bought a the ticket on Tuesday, but I didn't get nearly the price you got. I got it at plus three eighty on yeah, Jacksonville. So I made a ma- mm. I took a max bet on Jacksonville. I myself made a max bet on Jacksonville uh, at plus seven because here's my theory: um, if Herbert doesn't play, this line's going to crash, and I think below three. Yep. And then at that point, you can decide what you want to do with it. You want to get off the creative mail, mm-hmm. however you want to play. It. If he does play, he's confirmed reports or he's healthy. What does the number go to? Seven and a half? Mm-hmm. I, 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 it may not even move off seven. So I don't, I don't think, think there's any downside to taking the seven now. I'm surprised it's still at seven, and maybe we see it stick down to six and a half or six. Look, even if he plays, I think Jacksonville might be live. Mm-hmm. Uh, are the Colts that bad? I don't know, but Jacksonville was in full control of that game for 60 minutes. The Colts could do nothing at all offensively. Jacksonville ran the ball. I think they're a pretty decent team. They got an adult as a coach now. <laughs> that helps. Uh, the, the, yep. No, no, to, no toxic culture. I mean, the, the stories are unbelievable. Out of what the atmosphere was like with Urban Meyer there last year. I really like them to win the division. I, geez, everybody else is bad. I mean, the ten, Tennessee is. We, we gloss over that they haven't been great defensively, right? And if Tannehill comes back to earth and they want to pitch the ball wide. Uh, to Henry instead of letting him run north-south. The Colts are absolutely awful. Matt Ryan is, is pathetic. Uh, and, and Houston, just probably not enough talent yet at this point. I, I love the bet. And I wish I had it at 850. I wish I'd, I'd have known how bad, you know, how bad Tennessee would look before the season started to get to get in on that bet. Uh, but I, I, I think that Jacksonville will take a lot of action this week. Hmm. Boy, this Chargers team. I'm a big fan of this Chargers roster, top to bottom. We, we'll see. It's obviously different with Herbert. So one more on the NFL. What was the overreaction to the Eagles on Monday night as far as uh, futures, whether it be to win the division, which they already favored to do so, or to or to win the Super Bowl? Bigger, big overreaction or big reaction? Maybe that's not an overreaction. It's a tick down a little, but they got steam. They got steam uh, going into the season a little bit after Week One. Uh, and, and a little bit more after Monday night. It wasn't too big of an overreaction, but but Cousins played so poorly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Eagles look good, though. Does Minnesota decide they're going to play zone and not let Hurts beat him with his legs? And he beat him with his arms. So, I mean, you got to give him credit. And, and then Cousins is just absolutely awful, as he always is in prime time. Let's get over to the college game this weekend, talking to Mike Palm, VP of Operations at Circus Sports. And uh, Mike, start here in the state of Iowa. First of all, big move in that Baylor-Iowa State game. Uh, your thoughts on that one and what you're seeing is this sharp money coming in on the Cyclones in the second part. I, I, I've come up with ideas. I, I had you guys help us out with some college wrestling. I've come <laughs> up with ideas. Nobody was buying, though, at, at the book today or uh, the last couple of days, getting some kind of punt prop up for the Iowa Rutgers, huh? It, it's tough enough. We have to book the game, and now the total is at 34. Think about that. We opened at 30, 35 and a half, and right now it's sitting at 34 with a first half total of 17. I mean, it's tough. Nevada did nothing. 
Absolutely. What they have 130 yards of offense in that game that finished? What was it? 130 or 140? I think. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, on uh, Saturday, people were scared. You know, if the game didn't finish, it was it would be null and yep. void because they hadn't played 55 minutes. So a lot of people that had under tickets or Iowa were, or or Nevada or Iowa win total, right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, if, if the game doesn't get played, that voids oh, those win right. total bets too. Uh, so people were nervous, and they waited for four hours and got it in. I don't know. Rutgers has looked okay. I think Shiano's a really good coach. I do, too. I just, I mean, that's an impossible spot. He continues to, you know, win five, six games with that program. I, I just think he's really, really good. I think this is, I think it's too many points to lay again. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I think Iowa, once again, unless they can run the football, they're not going to be able to beat you over the top throwing it, and he's not accurate enough, and all these little slants and all that. You know, I wouldn't be shocked if Rutgers won the game, but I think this is another one of these 13-10, 13-12, their safety's involved in all kind of nonsense special teams <laughs> games. Nine is a big, big number here. Prime time tomorrow night. We've got a Big Ten tilt. We may see it again in the uh, championship game, right? Wisconsin-Ohio State. We've got a Big 12 tilt. We may see it again in the championship game, K-State and Oklahoma. So you'd think that they would get some action. Um, USC and Oregon State is a game that's clearly on my radar, but it doesn't matter that it's on my radar because the Pac-12 network. Now, you guys obviously in the books will get it, but if this game was on an ESPN or an ABC, I'm talking about USC, Oregon State, might this see as much action as the Big Ten and the Big 12 uh, games going off essentially at the same time if it got the carriage, the coverage uh, that the other two would get? Yeah, but and it, it, it hurts a little bit to balance the action. This this has been a sharp play this week is Oregon State. It has it. Uh, so, but there won't be as much public money because um, people at home, if you have direct TV, can't watch it. Right. So I have I have Cox. So Cox cable out here carries Pac-12. That's the reason I got Cox because I couldn't get the Pac-12 on direct TV. So that's when I switched a few years ago. You know what game is is and. and Ohio State and Wisconsin is obviously the marquee matchup. And what outside of Ohio State, Wisconsin hasn't been a dog since the Orange Bowl against Miami hmm. that they won handily what five years ago. Anyhow, the game with that's getting all the, the the attention so far, and it's all one sided. Is this Michigan State Minnesota? Really? We opened Michigan State two and a half. Minnesota's a three point favorite now. How about that? Huh? Yeah. So so what's what's behind that? I I, I think. People were really disappointed with Washington's performance yeah. at war. They, I mean, they were obliterated in the first half. And this Minnesota, they really haven't played anybody, but they just get the job done. I, I think P.J. Fleck, and it's not close, is the best game manager in college football. Mm. He, this, he knows how to work a clock and a lead better than anybody else. And when they get a lead, they're content and they're good enough to run the ball and run the ball and do a little play action and just kill the clock in the second half. It'll, it'll be interesting here. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Um, but I like Minnesota. I agree with the move here. I, I bet as you, I think you did too, Ken. Bet Minnesota to win the West this year. I got them at a little over four to one. Feeling pretty good about yeah, it. Absolutely, too. got one of those tickets yeah. in the back pocket and feeling good. Already cashed one as well. Kansas already over their total nice. of two and a half. That always feels good on top of it. Hey, final thing. Georgia's looked so so good last week. For a lot of people, oh, the Gamecocks are a live dog here. This is going to be more difficult, you think, and, and it is walloped them. Have you talked to Benson and the rest of the group back there? How big is their gap right now, Georgia and everybody else? Uh, well, remember before the year, uh, Metcalf had Alabama, 
seven points better than Ohio State and seven and a half better than Georgia. Hmm. Uh, he's now still got Alabama slightly better. Remember that he has a long tail. It takes a while for him to move his number, mm-hmm. but he's still got <laughs> Alabama a little less than a field goal better than Georgia. So uh, he, it, it, it will take a while, and it'll take some more SEC play before I think it gets there. But uh, at least in his mind, he still has Alabama as the superior team. TV Wednesday with us? Yeah, that sounds good. Good stuff. We'll, we'll talk to you early in the week. Thank you, Mike Palm. Have a great weekend. We appreciate it. Download the Circus Sports app now. Uh, Circus Sports here in the state of Iowa. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Yep, you do the same. Mike Palm, VP of Operations uh, at Circa. Big 12 basketball. Iowa's basketball schedule. Tip times, dates announced, and television destinations. I saw that. So it looks like there's... This is the Big 12. I'm not talking about the non-con. So there'll be one plus the Baylor game, the first one of the years, uh, Big 10 plus, Texas, and then three straight, Texas Tech, Kansas, Texas, all ESPN plus, four straight, Oklahoma State too. And then that's it. So you get past the 21st of January. They're on ESPN the rest of the time. Okay, so make sure you get your streaming service set up for January. Yes, because you'll need it. And then after that, cancel. Yeah, Texas Tech, Kansas, Texas, and Oklahoma State. Four straight uh, on ESPN+. All right, we will talk some Hawks next. Where are you on that game? You take the points in that, don't you? Against Rutgers? Yes. Oh, all day long. I I would, too. I fired my first bet of the week was on the under. I got Rutgers at plus eight. I'm going to be tasting the money line. Rutgers, this is going to be a banged-out crowd. Mm-hmm. Their first night game since mm-hmm. 2017. A program that's realistic. They've lost something like 19 straight home games in Big Ten play, too. 19, their last four wins really? have all come on the road in conference play. This is a hornet's nest they're going into. And this Iowa offensive line has been bad. Yep. Now they actually yep. have to play on the road. Yep. Look out. Take a time out. We'll come back. We will talk about those Hawks with Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Miller and Condon, our picks still to come. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. KXNO. The NFL got off to a great start last week, and it's in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook. They're an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers, how about this? Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win. You'll get $200 in free bets if they do. And if that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings Stepped Up Same Game Parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost up your winnings over 100%. How about that? With uh, payouts even bigger than any uh, than ever, why would you bet anywhere else? And to make it even sweeter, you can throw down on Stepped Up Same Game Parlays once per game day and do it all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use promo code KXNO. $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on the money line on any football game. Promo code KXNO only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Iowa only. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? And .org. Get in on the action with the world's largest sportsbook. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Wherever you get your podcast. After the storms hit Central Iowa recently, you see companies from all over the country come to Iowa to take advantage of Iowans' misfortune. They're here today, gone tomorrow. You want to stick with companies you know. Companies like Wolf Roofing. 
You know, Wolf Roofing will be here long after the storm. They've been here for over 25 years. Wolf Roofing and its employees are central Iowans just like you. When storms hit and misfortune happens, they take care of their own. Go to Wolf Roofing on Peacock. Trent Condon here for the Urology Center of Iowa. Now's your chance to sit on the couch guilt-free all weekend long watching football while you heal after your vasectomy from the Urology Center of Iowa. The doctors there perform my procedure in less than a half hour. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400-3550 and online at iowauro.com. A guilt-free football watching weekend after your vasectomy. Rick bets off. Miller and Condon, welcome back to Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Take you here until noon. Our picks uh, coming up. Uh, Let's talk some Hawks, shall we? Tom Kakert, HawkeyeReport.com. He joins the conversation. It'll be a banged-out stadium uh, in Piscataway. I guess, is it Piscataway or New New Brunswick? Piscataway. I think it is, too. Uh, Anyways. Well, Tom's been there. He'd be a guy to ask. Well, let's do it. He's with us. Hello, Tom. Um, when when you got off the train or parked the car, where did you park it? I I don't even remember. So, <laughs> I don't know. You just want to get out of there know. as quick as possible. I think it's New Brun- I think it's a New Brunswick stop. Okay. I think that's what I think it is too. Anyways, uh, we know that's where the game is going to be played. Uh, are you going? By the way, no. I'm. Uh, I am at home. Uh, Got to. Still dealing with some some health things, so I'm I'm, I'm sticking uh, sticking close to home this weekend. Uh, good, uh, don't blame you one bit, and hopefully you're on the men, Tom Caker. Well, let's talk about the game because, well, we know what the to- the total is going to be. We know there's we anticipate there's going to be a lot of punts. Might this thing just go off the rails and get crazy and <laughs> and, and uh, you know end up twenty four to twenty one something like that? Is there any chance that could happen, Tom, or is that unlikely? I just don't. Uh, you know, but then again, I didn't think that that Maryland game last year would end up fifty-one to fourteen yeah. or whatever it was. Right. I didn't think that was going to happen, and lo and behold, there's an Iowa team that uh, was offensively challenged too that scored fifty-one points on the road. Uh, but I just, uh, to me, this is first one to get to ten. You know, <laughs> Jeez. it kind of feels like that. It just. I mean, you know, it's especially true with the punters the way they are. That's why, because I just don't think either team can sustain drives. So unless one of the quarterbacks just has some brain cramps or there's some fumbles or something, Mm -hmm. it's just, I just don't think either team can make sustained 80 yard drives on a, on a a semi-regular basis in a football game. So, the Rutgers pass offense has their own set of issues. We have talked plenty about the Iowa side of things. Just how bad is it? Three different guys that have been out there trying to play the quarterback position. It doesn't look like Vedral is going to be available this week, at least the last thing that I saw. How bad is it for Rutgers trying to throw the ball in? It's not a defense. You want to be struggling uh, this Hawkeye defense, how well they're playing. Yeah, and one of the guys that started is actually their starting tight end. Right. The Langan kid is like their tight end. That just kind of, he's a Swiss Army knife kind of kid who just does a little bit of everything. 
but uh, it doesn't sound like um, I, I don't think the young kid is even going to be available. So it's Wimsat? probably going to be. Yeah, what's, he's not going to be available is what I was told. So mm. um, I think he's hurt. So, but at least it was questionable that he was going to be available. It sounds like they're going to play Simon. And yep. Simon says he's not very good either. So, uh, he's, he's, uh, yeah, he's challenged and they've got the Crookshank, I think is the kid's name, the return guy and wide receiver that's pretty good. Um, and he's been there, seems like forever, oh, yes. but, um, number one, right? No, yeah. Number one. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't have, I mean, they've got a pretty decent run game so far, but they've ran against Boston College, Temple and Wagner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's interesting slate to get to the, where they're at. But it's Chiano, and it's going to be packed. Uh, it, it, I just, I think this is a tricky spot for Iowa, Tom, and I certainly wouldn't have said that prior to the year. Yeah, it, it. you know, the thing I come back to, though, is everybody thought that that Maryland game was going to be a tricky mm-hmm. spot last year. I think Maryland was undefeated, too, and, you know, Van Pelt was all fired up with the snake pit and everything, right. and and that thing was over at halftime, you know, it was done. And, um, and, and that was a fired up crowd there too. Boy, those guys were just, that, that crowd was into it. Uh, and I'm sure that it sounds like it's going to be sold out. So, um, you know, the, the, the poly walnuts crowd will be there and they'll be after getting after it, uh, in Jersey. So sure. It's going to be loud and boisterous and they pulled off some good upsets. I mean, I remember back when, I think it was probably during Shiano's first tour of duty there where they, they played like Lamar Jackson or somebody hmm. maybe and, and, and beat them at night up there. I'll take you, I don't recall it, but I'm not saying it didn't happen. It's had happened before. It's He's been a good a while. coach. I like oh, him. Oh, yeah. He, he is a really, really good coach. Yeah. So we saw signs out of the passing game. I, I'm not ready to throw a parade yet, but there were certainly signs there. Now, Keegan Johnson's not going to be available. That takes away certainly yep. a deep threat in the passing game. But from what you saw a week ago, how much improvement was it? Was it just Nevada's that bad? Or did you see real tangible signs of this passing game at least trying to become competent? At least competent, serviceable might be the, the word that I've used this week. I think that it's at least something, you know, they can at least run uh, a three wide receiver sets. They can go into 11 personnel every once in a while and not look crazy um, and have a, you know, a tight end split out there. Uh, so I think from that aspect, it's a, it's a positive. Having Regani out there is like having, yeah. it's like Linus getting his security blanket back for, for Spencer, that he's got another guy that he can go to and feel comfortable going to. Um, and Nico's going to be pretty fired up for this game. He's sure. got, Almost 80 people coming from Connecticut, making the trip down. So um, he's going to have a large contingent of people there. I know he wants to play well. Um, I, I think in just more time that Brody Breck gets with Spencer, the timing gets down a little bit better, and maybe they'll hit on some of those deep plays. So uh, I think you're going to see you know, some continued growth from uh, from the Iowa passing game. Will you fall off your chair, Tom, when when the Michigan depth chart comes out on Monday and Keegan Johnson's not a part of it as well? And Tuesday, Kirk tells you that he's not going to be able to play again this week. Would that surprise you, or does it seem like he's going to be back next week? Uh, I I don't think he'll be back next week. I just don't think that's going to happen. I um, yeah, we'll see what happens with Keegan. I'm going to be curious what Kirk says on Tuesday. You think he'll be back this year? 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wow. It's, it just seems um, just seems like it. You know, he came back, but it just seems like it it got shut down awfully quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it just always makes you wonder if if maybe you know he's got more of an ongoing issue there. That has he lost uh, his passion for the game? Uh, I don't know. It just for Iowa. you know the, or for uh, Iowa. watching him come off the field. It was just not. Uh, uh, it didn't look good. Mm-hmm. Just the, you know, body language wise, it just. Looked like the the uh, hamstring thing was just bothering him, and you could just tell he was limping off. So um, I just wonder if that that thing's just going to need to be shut down for a little while and see where it goes. Let's jump into the recruiting world and uh, some disappointing news: a four-star running back from Florida, Kendrick Raphael, has reopened and doesn't look like I was going to be a part of it. I know big schools were yeah. sniffing around here, but Iowa not a place you can afford to lose weapons that you have a, a commitment from like Raphael. Yeah, it's it's not. Uh, I guess the good news is it's at running back, and they're pretty stacked there right now with uh, Gavin Williams, LeSean Williams, who they'll get back this week too. That, mm-hmm. So they've got another running back uh, back who's who's a very good running back. So they've got those guys. They've got Caleb Johnson, who we all saw last week, looked terrific, and then Jazz Patterson uh, as the other fourth guy, and then you, you still got Devin Hilson too. So it's not like. I would be more concerned if it were a wide receiver, <laughs> you know, because they just don't have many of those. Right. And I think that's something they've really got to address very hard in the portal uh, this uh, this winter. But um, yeah, I I I think they're going to probably end up getting uh, Nolan Ray, the kid who's currently um, committed to Maryland. I think they'll end up flipping him and getting him in the fold uh, with Iowa. They were, I think, the kid wanted to commit to Iowa in June, but they um, had kind of told Raphael that they were only going to take one running back. So um, I, I think the kid's going to give Iowa a hard look. Uh, is this the week that the defense scores for the Hawks? <laughs> it might be. I could see that. I, I could, could too. See, With uh, the quarterback? You know, um, you know, Terry Roberts got kind of robbed sure last did. week of a pick six uh, when Chris Reams lines up offside. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he and he got robbed in the uh, Iowa State game when he fell down because the it looked, State game yeah, when he, yeah he, he fell down and he would have scored. So, I you know let's say it, Terry Roberts picks it. I like it, I like it. The defense is going to be there, and then it's Michigan after that. I'll Ooh, look ahead, baby. You know to that Wolverine team. We're going to find out a little bit more maybe about them against Maryland this week. At least a team with some. I think they pulse. roll, Trent. It might be a weak pulse, but at least so uh, better I than Hawaii and the Yukons of the world mm-hmm. on that. Well, Tom, you like to bet? What are you betting on this week? Anything jumping out to you? You know, I throw that Michigan one out there I will because do. it's just really that's the, that's the classic spot where the turtles just turtle up. <laughs> it just is, and then until I see differently, I'm going to just say that Michigan's going to going to roll them, and I think. Ohio State's going to roll pretty comfortably over Wisconsin this week. We shall see. That number's about uh, what, 20, 19 and a half, somewhere thereabouts. Yeah, it keeps climbing. Does, a little too much almost. I, I, I'm with you, Tom. 17, 16 and a half, maybe dabble, but uh, getting too tight, getting too high. Uh, good stuff, Tom Cake. We'll talk to you in a week's time. Uh, going to be fascinating to see if any, to hear if anything comes of Tuesday's press conference regarding Keegan Johnson. Good stuff. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it. Okay, thanks, guys. Tom Kakert, com as we get the latest uh, from Tom. Well, that's interesting. Not yeah. the news you needed to hear, perhaps, on Keegan Johnson. On Keegan Johnson, Johnson yeah. Right. Huh. Told you this thing's been weird. It's, it's been weird, it's since, been weird since the get-go. Mm-hmm. But he could have transferred. He could have. 
and, and stuck it out. So there was a, there was a time that he was happier, at least you would think. Maybe. Injuries can do weird things, too. No, too. I know, I know. Hey, where are you going to be tonight, just real quick, before we go to break? Going to be up at Drake Stadium as Des Moines Roosevelt will welcome in their former teammate, Jamison Patton, oh, and the Ankeny Hawks. Oh, that angle. I'm with you. Yeah, so that one will take the air 645 with the pregame show on 96.9, the Bull, uh-huh. and live look-ins here during KXNO's Football Friday Night. So you're triple-dipping. We'll, uh, yeah, you'll hear live look-ins as the guys will throw it to me. Uh, started that last week a little bit, so... That's that's good. Yeah, during the broadcast, you'll hear a little play-by-play coming through the airwaves. But the full game, 96.9 on the FM dial. And you can also watch it, video streaming. I'll be on the call for CISN So is Rick Nelson going to be on the sidelines, the Ankeny coach trend? I'm hearing some bad stuff about this guy. I don't think he gets it for stars. He was suspended last year for a violation. Mm-hmm. So you would think that it would come at, at the time when he was reinstated that there would have been some parameters, a short leash type of thing. So early in the week when we talked about the incident at Southeast Polk, apparently Ankeny, I'm not saying destroyed the locker room, no, but they caused, some, they caused some damage, Absolutely. right? And I said at the time, well, look, at it's, it's his program, but he couldn't have known what was going on. Now there's video that he participated in this? Well... Participation's tough because it's two videos. Is he in the locker room when the kids are doing what they were doing? You don't see him, no. At least the the video that I saw, no. You do not see him in there. But you do see him banging the side of a locker. Now, coaches do that all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. So it, I think people are trying to conflate the two. Ultimately, though... Did he ignite the situation? Did he stop the situation? Well, it certainly wasn't stopped because it happened. Was he in the locker room at the time? Was the coaches in the locker room at the time? I have not seen anything like that. I think people are conflating, but this is another check mark against Rick Nelson and his program. And, and, he's and there's a been good a couple. Coach, oh, absolutely. But why he's a does he coach. think he can cross, keep crossing the line? Like sooner or later, don't you run out of chances? Well, I'll be there, and I will check that sideline to see if he is there. Oh. But I, same as you. Nothing definitive, nothing we right. can go on the air about, but at this point in time, a lot of rumblings up in Ankeny about what's happening. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you would, you would have hoped that he would have learned his lesson last year. Right. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't be on the sidelines, but you'll be at the game and you'll follow it. Our picks. Um, let's see if we learned any lessons from last week's drubbing. Another rough one. Uh, that's coming up next as we uh, have our final segment to go here in Miller & Condon. It's Des Moines Sports Station. 106. Authentic brand. Provides expertly designed company merchandise. Made to order apparel, hats, bags, promo items, and anything else that you could imagine. Virtually unlimited customizable options. They can do anything down to the smallest details. They custom made KXNO and other iHeartRadio stations merchandise. Start your project today. Authentic-brand.com slash After the storms hit central Iowa recently, you see companies from all over the country come to Iowa to take advantage of Iowans' misfortune. They're here today, gone tomorrow. You want to stick with companies you know, companies like Wolf Roofing. You know Wolf Roofing will be here long after the storm. They've been here for over 25 years. Wolf Roofing and its employees are central Iowans just like you. When storms hit and misfortune happens, they take care of their own. Go to wolfroofing.net. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. 
Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Football Friday picks from Miller and Condon on KXNO. Brought to you by Circus Sports. Sports betting the way it should be with Circus Sports Iowa. All right, we're going to lose that sponsorship, Trent, if we don't start picking some winners here. It has been ugly. Are we both below five? I mean, I know I'm horribly below. Are you below 500? I am. I've gone two and three, yeah. two and three, yeah. and two and three. That is not winning. That is no. six and nine. That is 40%. You are four, ten, and one. I long for a two and three. You would sign up for it. That means the T-Box is mine. Let's get into it here. Two college, two pro, and our best bet of the week. I mentioned earlier when we were talking with Bama Bob, podcast up on that one. Minnesota going to Michigan State. The Gophers have played nobody. They're running the ball well. I just need to see more. Now with no deep threat, with Ottman Bell out, I think Sparty bounces back in a big-time way. And maybe saw something late in that game as they started to come back against Washington. Really liked their opportunity to get it done in the passing game. Give me Sparty getting a field goal at home. Game number two, Oklahoma playing host to Kansas State. Wildcats were bad last week. It has been talk of Martinez all week long, needing to unleash it a little bit. Go with a little bit of that bravado we've seen from him before. I think they do in a big-time way. K-State has had the number in the past of this program, and I'm going to go back to that line again and take Kansas State plus the 12-and-a-half. Jumping over to the pro game, Sunday night football. Your godforsaken Denver Broncos. They're going to get spanked, aren't they? San Francisco laying a point-and-a-half. I know this is a public play. that It might be the square side. I'm going to take it all day long. Garoppolo back. They coast and cruise. Give me the 49ers laying the one-and-a-half. Talked about it with Palm. I'm a Jaguar. Call me Mr. Jaguar over here. Jacksonville getting a I touchdown. I don't get this play. The Chargers are banged up. Mm-hmm. I get that part. They can't run the football. Uh, Eckler's a good player. He's averaging 2.6 yards a carry. He needs to be better. That's not good. 28 carries, less than 100 yards for Eckler this year. Jacksonville plus the seven. We wrap it up. Something you will never do. We're going in state for my final pick of the day. And it is the 11 o'clock game. Iowa State. The Sharps are all over it. I'm all over it, too. Payback from a year ago when Iowa State let one get away. Is this your best bet? Best bet of the week. Cyclones laying two and a half. I, I, I think I smell one and four coming for you, Trent. We'll see. All right, let's start. I feel like my record is any shine right, right, here. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start with Michigan and Maryland, and I'm going to have to lay it if you want to play it, as Lee Sterling says, and I will. Uh, look, the Wolverines haven't beaten anybody. Uh, Maryland's toward the bottom of the Big Ten East. If Michigan does fancy themselves as a true peer to Ohio State, then they'll spank Maryland. I lay the 17, pick number one. While I'm laying 17, I'm grabbing 10.5. In the middle of the day tomorrow, 2.30, CBS has it. Knoxville, Florida, and Tennessee love this rivalry. Used to be so good. Uh, Anthony Richardson has to bounce back one of these weeks. Hendon Hooker, the quarterback for Tennessee, he's legit. But 10.5 is too many points. Pick number two. To the NFL, the game that I can't wait to watch is Buffalo and Miami. It's an AFC East collision. 
I think the Bills flex. I really do. I'll lay the six and a half on the road. Take the uh, take the Bills as they improve and reassert themselves as the NFL's best team. I'm scared to death that the Chiefs are our survivor pick, so I'm just going to take the Colts in their place. <laughs> At least that way I'll win one of these things, either to survive to week number four. I guess I could have it both ways if the Chiefs win by a field goal. Middle at opportunity. But I'll take the Colts in the five and a half. That is a desperate football team. I don't get this point spread. I don't like New England at all. I don't think they're very good. Uh, I think Belichick is losing. Well, his his luster might be uh, living in Tampa Bay now. Uh, But Baltimore, they've got to bounce back after that embarrassment last week. I believe they do. That's my best bet of the week. It's two and a half. I have to lay less than a field goal. Yes, please. Give me the Ravens. Ravens, Colts, Bills, Gators, Wolverines for you. Sparty, Kansas State, 49ers, Jaguars, and Cyclones for me. So if I go 4-1, and one, do I get to 500? Or is... We'll get you to 8-11-1. and one. A 5-0 and oh doesn't even get you back to Mount 500. Oh, I got a long way to go. Long way. We're digging ourselves. This... September really doesn't count. Oh, let's start over then. All right. <laughs> Reset it. Well, Williams uh, did that one time. I know, and he got crap for it. We can't either, so we shall uh, just Our record persevere. is what it says it is, right? Indeed, and it's not pretty. Um, baseball this week. You know, tonight, so Judge has a chance to tie the home run mm-hmm. record. Apple TV Plus. But you can get a free sign-up for it. It is free. If it was on Yes, I wouldn't be able to see it. I can watch I, see, it now. I would. I would be able to because I pay for the package. And then Sunday Night Baseball, so the Yes Network doesn't get tonight, right. nor do they get Sunday. They better hope for tomorrow. We hope you have a good weekend. It's Miller and Condon. We'll be back Monday on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.